Good morning, everybody. It's so wonderful to be here, to be back here. Welcome to all of our friends online. Uh, okay, new topic. Everyone ready? Everyone is happy now for life? Everyone, yeah, we worked on this trait. Okay, so the new trait we're going to work on is order. Now, order is a very, very important trait. Now, most people, when we start talking about order, think that we're talking about uh, the container store, right? Organizing, right? No, that's not what we're referring to at all. Okay, as we'll see, order is the most important function of all of our Musser study, and that is because we need to have priorities. We need to know what, what our most important, least important objectives in life are. So what we're going to tackle, hopefully over the next couple of weeks, in Musser's study of the trait on order is understanding first the importance of it and understanding how to implement it in our lives. Now, I will tell you, and I'll remind you this, hopefully every trait that we study together, I am not coming from a place of authority because I've perfected these traits. By no stretch of the imagination am I perfect on any of my traits. I am just a simple human being trying to attain perfection. That's it. I learn things with you that I need to work on myself, and this is just a way for me to force myself to talk about it and inspire myself to get back into it. So, just a quick uh, uh, note. Next week, we will not be having this class here. I will be teaching a class at Yom Limud. Yom Limud is going to be at Congregation at Beth Israel. I will be teaching a 9.30 class, uh, which is going to be titled, Why Be Jewish? And I'm looking forward to that class. It's the first time I'll be teaching this, this, uh, this specific topic, although I talk about it every day, all day. But this is going to be focused on why be Jewish, and we're going to focus on a lot of very important uh, aspects of Jewish uh, ideology, Jewish philosophy, etc., etc. We only have 50 minutes, so we're going to have to pack it in. It's a 50-minute class. Oh, they only gave me 50 minutes. Look, give me 135 minutes, maybe. But they gave me 50 minutes. All right. Okay. So what we're going to learn in this series here is we're going to learn about order comes with clarity of mind. Okay. We have to understand that in order to have order in our life, order, we're going to define what that means. You know, let's go around the room for a second. When you think of the word order, what do you think about? Please share with me your thoughts. Start here. Here. When, you, when we talk about order, what do you think order is? Okay, the opposite of chaos. Very good. Ali, you agree? Okay, the opposite of chaos. So prioritizing. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Okay, terrific. All right, beautiful. 
All right, excellent. Okay. Okay. Right. What do you think the order is? You think it's Amazon, don't you? <laughs> Amazon order has arrived. Okay, so let's, let's understand what it means. So first is we have to know not to overload our days and schedules. That's the first thing is that it's never, ever, um, unless you function like I do, um, where I only function when I overload my schedule. So, um, but uh, take small projects and work up and write everything down. So I, I, I over a few years ago, I was introduced to a, an incredible human being. His name is Rabbi, his name is Rabbi, uh, he doesn't like to be called Rabbi, but his name is Avi, Avi Shulman, Mr. Avi Shulman. So Avi Shulman is an incredible uh, motivational speaker, and a lot of what he talks about is how to create, how to be effective, how to be an effective human being. And one of the things that he does is um, teaches the people, and he usually deals with CEOs, with heads of organizations, who generally speaking, you start off as a very motivated human being, and people see like, oh, this guy can get things done. So they put you in a position, and you're like, you have no idea what you're doing because it's all chaos. Because, you know, till now you had one job, now you have 300 jobs, and you seem to be juggling everything, and sometimes things fall, and how do you get it all done? So he has a very, very simple system, which I'll share with you, uh, which is to have a, a piece of paper. I actually computerized it. I made it myself. I made my own thing, which basically has Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Saturday night. And the idea is like this, is that anything that you talk to someone, so if, I'll tell you how I, okay, this is just an introduction so we can get, to, get the idea, okay? So imagine I, I've had this numerous times where people come over to me and say, oh, um, can, you, uh, can you send me the file for this class, right? So I already know myself, and there's not a chance in the world that by the time I get to my desk at my computer that I'll remember who asked me that. Because I probably, till I get to my desk, will have met 30 more people. I have no idea who asked me for that document. Now I'll be sitting there saying, I have no idea. Just no idea. And, but I, I want to help, but I can't. So what I, I learned to do is because I want to I fulfill my obligations, I say, email me or text me. And that way, if it's important enough for you, you'll email me. You'll remember to email me. And then I'll be able to reply. It'll be easier for me to remember. You understand? So that's why, for me, it's, it, it, I know my weakness. And that's one of the ways in which I, 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 it helps me have a certain level of order. But let's first understand what order is. The world functions by order. This world functions by order. It says that Hashem structured the world based on order. It says every day there's a sunrise. Every day there's a sunset. Every day, every, every day is part of a season. We have holidays. Everything is organized and structured. Structure is very, very important. In fact, for raising children, structure is one of the most important things. It's funny because I have a friend of mine who comes to our house very frequently and he calls me, he'll call me sometimes at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon and he say, yeah, why don't you come, uh, come hang out by the Houstonian? I'm like, okay, I have a full-time job and I have seven children and I have a wife. 
you're a single guy, you have no responsibilities in the world, and you're like, just come, let's hang out by the spa, right? I, you know, I got responsibilities. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I need to be accountable every day to 11 employees in my organization. I need to be accountable to my seven children, to my wife, to my community, to my classes. I can't just leave, drop everything and sit in the spa and get my nails done, right? I, that doesn't work, okay? So you have to understand that everyone, every human being has a different structure of order, but the world was created, the world was created by order. The way we start our prayers every morning after we say the, the, the verses of praise, the Pesukei de Zimra, and we say the Baruch Hu, at the beginning, we say, Yotzer Or Uvorech Shalom God creates light and He gives darkness. Right? There's an order. Imagine one morning, right? Now, you know, if you, if you ask Google, if you ask Siri, if you ask uh, Alexa, right, you will find out that they know a lot of information. Particularly, it's very important with regard to Shabbos. You want to know what time to take in Shabbos, right? So it's always 18 minutes. We accept Shabbos 18 minutes prior to sunset on Friday. So you want to know what time is sunset? You just ask them what time is sunset, and they'll tell you. Now, what happens? You can ask them sunrise, and prayer in the morning needs to be within the first four hours of the day. So if sunrise is at 7 o'clock, you have till 11 o'clock to pray the morning prayers. And the whole day is scheduled, and they can tell you in 2052 on January 16th what time sunrise will be. Now, let's assume one morning you wake up and you see sunrise is supposed to be at 6 o'clock. Great, I'll be up. I'll be on my jog. I'll be able to see the beautiful sunrise. 6 o'clock, there's no sunrise. 7 o'clock, there's no sunrise. Right? 7.45, there's a sunrise and there's a big notice out. The sun took a coffee break. He had the little stomach issues, right? <laughs> Coronavirus, <laughs> whatever it is. And he's not able to sunrise at 6 o'clock this morning. You imagine the world will be in absolute chaos. Right? The world cannot function if there is an order. There is an exact time for sunrise. There is an exact time for sunset. There is an exact time when the sun is exactly where it needs to be. There needs to be a world which is dependable and reliable, which has structure. And it's very, very important for each of us to have that structure in our life. That does not mean that we're rigid German, uh, you know, people who are, you know, they, you know, the people from Germany are known as yekes, right? You know what a yekke is? A yekke is, is because the Germans used to be dressed very properly, and the, a jacket is called a, a yekke, like a jacket, right? They were the people who were prim and proper, and everything was exact, and the, everything needs to be in, in order, right? So it's, it's a little bit, my grandfather was a German, right? He was born in Berlin, right? So he was, like, you know, exact on a lot of things, and my grandfather... It's funny, I have, I have two students that are actually husband and wife, and the, the husband wakes up every morning at 4.44 a.m., every morning, and she wakes up, she's retired now, so she wakes up at 11.11 11 every morning. 4.44, 11, 11 every morning. Imagine that, right? A little bit... Uh, perhaps for me, I, yeah, I woke up at 4.44 this morning, but not because I wanted to wake up, because uh, my wife is currently in Israel, as many of you may know, on a great trip now, and uh, she's, she's heading back this week, so I'm solo. So if any of my children wake up in the middle of the night, 
it's Papa Mama who's taking care of you. So, um, and my daughter is not an easy uh, character to deal with at four in the morning. So, if I fall asleep in the middle of class today, you'll know why. Right? So you have Hadassah, my daughter, amazing, beautiful, delicious, cutie pie to thank. Uh, she's really a, a, a ball of energy, but at four o'clock in the morning, I'm not interested in her energy. <laughs> right? So, the galaxies orbit in complete total perfection. One of the amazing things is that, you know, if, if NASA is doing a, shooting up a rocket to the moon, or they're shooting up a, a, a space uh, uh, mission, a shuttle, to the, to the, to, to the space station, they, it ha they have a certain window of time, because they have to calculate the exact time that it takes for it to launch, to orbit, and to meet up at that exact moment with the space station. It really is amazing. It's incredible. They have an exact moment. And if they miss it, they're going to have to wait another, uh, another, at least another orbit of, of the space station around. Right? But it, it, it needs to be exact. Why? Because the world that God created is a perfect world. The world that God created is order to the nth degree. Okay? So we have like this. It is impossible for a person to grow spiritually without order in their life. If a person does not have proper order in their life, it is impossible to grow. Okay? It's very important. You know what puts order into our week? Shabbos. You can have chaos the entire week, and it's a remarkable thing. You can have chaos the entire week. As soon as the sun is about to set, 18 minutes before sunset, you light those Shabbos candles and everything stops. The running stops. The money stops. The phone call stop. The computer stops. Everything is over. You take a 25-hour siesta. You take a break, and it's an, it's an amazing thing. I have a friend of mine who told me he was sitting with a bunch of his buddies in Los Angeles, and they were talking about their ideal vacations and what they like to do the most. So one guy says, you know, I have a vacation. It's my favorite vacation. I go on a cruise, and my crew on the cruise, I don't get my messages from my assistant at work. I don't get any me emails. I don't get, I don't have any Wi-Fi. I don't use my phone. It's just me and my family. And we eat food and we have a great time and nothing else. Nothing, nothing else. And they're like, wow, you know, we never thought of a cruise like that. He says, you know, as soon as that, that ship departs from the port, that's it. You're, you're, you're in a different, a different zone. And you know what he said? He says, do you know how much we love this, this cruise? We take it 52 times a year. Every Friday night till Saturday night, we go on a cruise. And it's called Shabbos. And we just depart. And everyone thought he was talking about a real cruise. He's like, yeah, no, 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 this is it. We have all the food is set. Everything is set. We do nothing except for spend time with our family. The greatest vacation on earth. There's no, no going to the mall. There's no shopping, dropping off cleaners, going to the movies, nothing. Just spend time. And it's an amazing thing because it's very easy to get caught up in life and running after things and running after and running after and running after. And we don't properly have the time to focus on what's really important. This gives us a timeout. Order in our week starts with Shabbos. 
organizing our day when we sleep, when we wake up, when we have meals, when we pray, when we rest, when we talk, when we exercise. This is very important. Anybody who goes on to any type of program, whether it's eating on, on a diet or going on a, on running a marathon or doing any such a thing, right, knows that the key is having a set schedule. If you don't have that set schedule, it's very hard for you to be successful in any mission. In any task, you have to have a time where this is the time I work on it, this is the time I don't. Okay. Now, it's very important for us to remember that it's very, it, it, it's overwhelming for a person to be working on too many things at one time, which is why our sages tell us we need to be working on small steps. You can't also be working on, you know, your weight loss and getting a new job and, uh, you know, 10 other things at one time. You got to focus on one. One becomes your priority and then the next and then the next. And once you accomplish, we, we, we can't. The problem is, is that we, we get into a rhythm of trying to get do everything at once. And that's never effective. And it's one of the things we when we started this Musa uh, series, we discussed that it is the most important function of our work is taking small steps. We can't change everything at once. Right? We're inspired, we hear a great lecture, and that's it. Now I'm, I'm going all in. Take your time. Take it easy. you got to do one thing at a time. Because otherwise, you jump too fast, you have a crash landing, and it's very, very, very difficult to get up from that. So what is the first step in order? When we talk about order, we try to define what order is. What is the first step? So the first thing is slow steps, but constant watch. Right? We need to have a constant focus on ourselves, on our growth. We have to watch ourselves, okay? So the first step in order is, what do I want to accomplish? And this is not something we're going to be able to resolve in one class. It's not something we're going to be able to resolve in one, you know. We need to sit and prioritize. What are all of the things that I want to accomplish? Let's say in the next year, the next two years, five years, ten years. What do I want to accomplish? You know, I always, I always tell guys who are dating... I say that you have to have a list of what is important to you and what is not important to you, but would be a nice benefit, right? And as soon as the guy tells me looks, I'm like, okay, take it off your list, okay? That don't waste one of your top 10 on looks because looks is obvious. You don't need to waste one of your top 10 priorities. Talk about character. What in her character are you looking for? And the same with girls, by the way. Right? When you're dating, you must have a list of your priorities. What is important to you? What is your non-negotiables? In life, we need to have our list of our priorities. What are our non-negotiables? What do I want to accomplish? We all have things we want to accomplish. We all have one day we'll get to it. Well, today is that one day. You know, they say there's a, a statement that said, today is the tomorrow you spoke about yesterday. Right? Yesterday we said, eh. Tomorrow I'll take care of it. Well, that's today. Welcome to today. Right? Let's get that done. What are, what are our priorities that we want to accomplish? And as soon as we can put them down on paper, no matter what it is, I want to run a marathon. Okay, great. Put it down on the list. I want to uh, get a degree in psychology. Okay, great. Put it, put it on the list. I want to uh, make a million dollars. Great. Put it on a list. Great. All of those things that you have on your, on your pipeline in your dream, put it on a list. And now start prioritizing. What is my biggest priority? 
and now you have to organize your day around it. Okay? How are you going to dedicate time? Not here, there, little tidbits here, little tidbits there. How are you going to organize your, your day so that you can accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? Now, the next question is, what can I already institute in my daily life from what I'm already doing? I'll give you an example. If someone has on their goal, I want to start eating healthy. Well, we all eat every day. I'm already eating. What can I institute in my eating habits that I'm, alre I'm already eating? I might as well just institute the new habits. It's not a lot of change. I'll give you an example. So every summer, after Pesach usually, uh, after Pesach we eat like, like a lot. So I, I go on a diet usually after Pesach and I'm like, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, whatever it is. I'm going to have this. So I, I go, I have a competition with my, with my brother-in-law's and uh, we put some money into a pot, and whoever wins, uh, by the time our deadline, whoever loses the largest percentage, wins it all. Okay. So you know what I do? Usually I, I start it in, in the summertime, and I drive up my family to New York, and then I fly back. And my challenge starts from my first meal when I get back. When I come back from the airport, do I stop off and buy healthy food? Or do I just say, you know what, I'll get to it later. So you get back into your old routine and nothing changes. Or do you go and pick up some salad, right? Pick up some salad dressings and start your campaign already from the get-go. You're going to need to eat. It's just a matter of time. You're going to need to eat. But are you going to prepare yourself to have the right food so that you eat properly? Or are you going to just be, okay, what do I eat now? I'm just starving, so I'll eat anything. I'll start my diet tomorrow or the next day, or the next day, and you never get to it. And that is the same thing with our life, with our organizing our life. If I want to work on a trait, I want to never be angry again. So perhaps I can start that today. Already today, I can figure out where are my weak spots. When do I lose my temper? Or am I going to say one day I'll get to it? Order is very important because if we don't prioritize what is important and what is not important to us, what is, what is higher priority and lower priority, we'll never get to them. So there any questions so far on this? Make sense? Jordan, you're good with this? Jordan agrees we can move on. All right. We have to watch over our time. Okay, so we have to structure our daily schedule, but watch over our time. Order indica indicates the will power of a person. The will. My grandfather always says that where you see order, you see willpower. Where you see willpower, you see order. It is impossible for someone to bring their willpower to fruition in chaos. You will never find it. You agree? If you want to accomplish things, you have a willpower, I'm going to have a drive, I'm going to get something done, it is impossible to do it in chaos. You must have order. You must have priorities. Don't try to do too much. This is a very, very fundamental principle our sages talk about. They say in the Talmud, tafasta meruba lo tafasta. You know those machines, you grab too much, you don't get anything. Right? 
you know those machines they're called these wind wind machines and they have it in the, in the amusement parks they have hundred dollar bills and things like that and they they put on this like uh, what do they call it like a hurricane right type of you know, all of this wind and you try to grab the money you know the problem is people don't focus on grabbing one and then two and then three they try to grab everything so what do they leave with nothing try to grab one and then try to grab a second one and then try to grab a third no 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 we're going to try to grab everything what happens when you try to grab too much you grab nothing like try to bring in all of your groceries at once they're going to fall all over the place right take one thing at a time take one take another take another and that's it if we overload we will burn out this is a guarantee this is in every area of life if we overload we will burn out Again, I love going to the example of diet because it relates to all of us. Uh, there's no one who has it easy with dieting. Anybody, and I know this for myself, anyone who's ever tried to lose 20, 30 pounds, I'm at 26 right now, thank you very much. Um, so anybody who's tr tried to lose some weight we know that there needs to be a dedicated focus it won't just happen by itself there needs to be a dedicated focus i'm going to eat healthier i'm going to sleep healthier i'm going to eat in the right times i'm going to re-eat the right quantities i'm there has to be a focus if there isn't a focus it's not going to happen on its own but if you overload and you try to do too much there's a very high likelihood that you will burn out it's a very common mistake that people make. It's like I'm all in on exercise, so that's it. I'm going to run six times a week, seven times a week. I'm going to run 25 miles. I'm going to, and what happens? And it's like you know, you, you can you take off their arm. They're they're so weak and they they can't carry themselves and they can't. They're falling apart. It's too much, too fast. You got to take it easy. Take it slow, one step at a time. Right? You can't. You can't. It's not natural for someone to change overnight I, I, I imagine that you try to 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 take a, a big ship a big cruise liner and make a u-turn on a dime right it doesn't work right? the bigger the ship the, the the more sophisticated the larger the turn will take for it for for it to make a u-turn right we're trying to make a u-turn in our life we're trying to make a U-turn. We're trying to change certain habits. It takes time. And we need small, steady steps in order to accomplish this. If we overload, we will burn out. Like trying to skip a rung on a monkey bar or ladder. Right? You're going to try to be that smart aleck who's going to try to jump and, and skip a monkey bar. What, what's the risk? The risk is you're going to fall. It's very likely it's highly likely that you're going to fall, right? And if you have a ladder and you try to skip a rung, you'll have the same exact experience. And that's why our sages tell us that Jacob's ladder resembles a step-by-step -step approach to spiritual growth because there's no jumping. You're not allowed to jump when you're trying to grow spiritually. We need to watch and protect our schedule, and it's not easy. It's not easy. If you have a set time, to go on your walk or your jog, if you have a set time to have your lunch or dinner or breakfast, you have a set time to go to bed, 
guaranteed you will have challenges that come up. You'll have someone call you up and say, hey, uh, I wanted to know if I can come over to Schmooze. Hey, I want to, you'll have all of these great, great things. And you know what? And it's going to be a very big challenge for you to say, you know what? I can't do it tonight. Let's talk tomorrow morning. Right. It's, you know, it's like, and you get pulled in all of these different directions. Then the Yetzirah is a very, very capable whiz of figuring out our weak points. And he knows exactly what buttons to push to make us fall from our goals. So you say, you know what, I'm going to eat at 1 o'clock, I'm going to have my lunch. And what's going to happen? Five minutes to one, someone's going to walk into your office and say, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, so-and-so. And, like, and it comes 1 o'clock and you're like looking. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know what's going to happen? If you don't kick them out, right, it's uncomfortable. And you're not, you don't want to do it but you're going to lose your schedule. You're going to lose your order. And then chaos ensues. It is very important to remember that if, you're, if you do have a goal, if you do have a mission, sometimes you're going to have to do what is not part of your, your com- what's not in your comfort zone to make sure you stick to your order. Right? And it's, again, don't try to bite off more than you can chew. Right? You're trying to organize your mornings. You're trying to. There are w- things that you can do. There are tricks that you can do, and there are plenty of books. There's a book, a great, great book by David Allen. It's called Getting Things Done. It's a great book. It just gives you different ideas of how to organize things, of how to structure your work and your your uh, goals so that you can you can make things happen. We need to watch and protect our schedule, and it's not easy. Order is compared to a chain of gems. It's a very beautiful idea my grandfather shares. Right? So if you have a, ch- a beautiful necklace of pearls, very expensive pearls, right? Expensive. What's more important, the gems that you have on the string or the clasp? Because if you don't have the clasp... Although it may cost 50 cents for that clasp, you have no gems. They're going to be all over the place. My grandfather says, order is that little clasp. You can have many, many positive traits. You can have many gems. But if you don't have that little clasp to hold it together, which is called order, they're all over the place. A very, very smart and brilliant uh, uh, analogy. The clasp holds the gems together. Right? We all know that the gems are more important, right? but the gems aren't valuable without the clasp. Our order holds our qualities together. When we have order, all of our qualities now come together. So suddenly your, your good traits are all singing in harmony. When we have order, our whole... Our, and you know what it's, what's amazing? I have found... It works like this, by the way, in a company. It works like this in any, in any area, sports. It happens all the time. If you, have w- if you focus on trying to get everything to be the best, it's not going to work. If you focus on one area being the best, everything else will be impacted by it. So if you try to um, have the best, I, I'm trying to use, uh, I'll use a football analogy. 
right? But let's say there are teams that have an outstanding offense. An outstanding offense. You know what that does? Even if the, we, if the defense is weak, but they, they get a certain energy from the offense. They get a certain, right? So their focus, let's say it's a team that's very focused on their offense and their offense and their offense being the top of the line. Their defense has to automatically, by being in the environment, the osmosis of being in the environment of such a high-quality offense, elevates them. You have the same thing with a business. You have a business that, that, that has one area of the company that's rock solid. It helps influence the rest. Y but if you try to fix the whole company at one shot, what happens is usually it falls apart. You have to focus zero in on one, and then it helps the whole uh, rest of it um, excel. Don't try to fix everything at once. Get that clasp to hold it together. And now you can add a gem and add another gem and add another gem. But at least you have that clasp. That clasp is order. In our lives, we all are privy to chaos of one sort or, of an or another in our lives. If we just take, for example, making that our evenings are, or, or are in order so that we go to sleep at a certain time, that we have a certain schedule, you know what that will impact? If you work just on the evenings, that will impact the mornings. When the, or mor when the evenings are in order, our mornings are in order. When our mornings are in order, our, our, our afternoon is in order. You understand? So I'm not focusing on the afternoon, but just putting my evenings in order will already have an effect on the rest of it. We're not trying to perfect everything. When we work on a sp single trait, we're not trying to perfect all the other traits. But what happens is it'll be a, a, a domino effect that everything else starts to improve. So again, whenever we talk about Musser traits, there's always this second option that we just ignore it and leave it the way it is and nothing becomes better. Right? That's always the option. We can always say, you know what, Rabbi, thank you very much, I'm out. And then chaos just continues and everything just continues. But we're here because we want to improve our lives. We want to enhance our effectiveness as human beings. We want to enhance the our reliability, dependability, effectiveness as human beings. Our order holds our qualities together. Yes, you have a question brewing here. I love that. You can't build on broken. You can't build on broken. That's right. I, and th this is a tr the true thing. It's an amazing thing. You know the part that people pay attention to the least in a house when they build a house? The foundation. But you know the most important part of a house? The foundation. Because everything else is built on it. If the foundation is weak, if the foundation is weak, then everything you build to put on top of it will be. You can have the most beautiful flooring the most beautiful walls but if the foundation is weak you'll have cracks in the wall you'll have cracks in the floor you'll have cracks here cracks there everywhere right so the, the, it, it, you we have to understand that order really is that foundation having order in our life is what structures our day our life our priorities 
our focus so that we head down the right path and we don't waste our time building on broken. Thank you. I appreciate that. Keeping order needs constant refreshers and strengthening. It's not something that we're going to say, okay, you know what? I came to Rabbi Wolby's class, Bethy Shurn, 11 o'clock, Sunday morning. Great class. We spoke about order. That's it. I'm starting to write things. I'm starting to journal. I'm starting to organize my life. I'm getting every right? Guess what? It'll last two days, and then you're back to your old habits, right? You've got to take one area of life, focus on it, and refocus next week and refocus the week after and re-strengthen yourself and it's not going to be easy. There's no one who just decided one day I'm going to be you know, perfect in a specific area of life and did it. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work to re-engage uh, ourselves in that inspiration. I'll give you another gr- great example. Dafyomi. Dafyomi is the, is the folio, daily folio study of the Talmud. Talmud has 2,711 pages. Do you know what it takes to finish the entire Talmud? You know what it takes to finish the entire Talmud? One folio a day? What's that? Seven and a half years. But that's not what it takes. It takes one morning. Every day. One morning. That's it it takes. Can you do it this morning? Great. So do it this morning. You can do it tomorrow morning? So do it tomorrow morning. If you start, I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. He says, you know something? I don't think I can commit myself to anything for seven and a half years. Anything. Let alone learning a page a day for seven and a half years. That's a lot of work. I said, don't. Don't commit yourself to seven and a half years. I said, can you do one day? He said, one day I can do. I said, so do one day. And then the next day, can you do one day? So do another day. Great. If we're starting to look at all of, you know, how in the world am I going to end up running a marathon? <sighs> Come on, really. I, a, a friend of mine was telling me, he says, I walk for 20 minutes and then I jog for 20 seconds. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> okay? How do you expect me to run a marathon? Right? I said, well, that's now when you just start. But then you run for 20, walk for 25 minutes and jog for 25 seconds. And then a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Eventually, you'll be able to get to a point. No one woke up one morning and said, you know what? I'm running 26.2 miles in a marathon. you got to be crazy. No one's ever done that. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work, a lot of slow and steady training to get there. And that's, and by, by the way, that's why I'm running the marathon, right? I'm running the, the Jerusalem half marathon um, in March. And uh, if anyone is there in Jerusalem, you're welcome to join me. Uh, you're welcome to cheer me on. Uh, if you're not going to be there, I will be able to hopefully send a, uh, a logger so you'll be able to, to track my, my run. Um, but I'm very excited. The reason I'm doing it is because I wanted to challenge myself to go beyond what I feel I'm capable. And I'm, uh, for me, my normal jog would be a three, four-mile jog, and I would do that once every couple of weeks and whatever. You know, it's like, so you know what? I want to really, I just want to do it. I want to I push myself beyond my comfort. And it's way beyond my comfort level. But you know what? I'm more than three quarters of the way there, right? I, I believe I can do it. I'm going to push myself to do it. It's gonna ta- it takes slow and steady training to break out of my lazy comfort zone, right? I, it's not comfortable to get out and to get dressed when it gets cold and, and to run and when it gets hot and to run and to... You know, it, it, it's a schlep. 
it's always going to be a schlep for us to change habits. But if we want to take control of our lives, and that's just one area of life, if we want to take control, we're going to have to set priorities. We're going to have to set time aside to make things happen. Only a stubborn person will succeed in attaining the trait of, of order. You're going to have to be stubborn. And sometimes you're going to have to end a very pleasant conversation. Uh, you're you're, you're going to have to quit while enjoying a hobby. You're going to have to get a, out of bed even when you're tired. And you're going to have to go into bed even when everyone's in the middle of partying, right? Because if you want to have order, you have to be true to your commitment. And it's, it's never going to be easy. I'm saying this not to you. I'm saying this to myself, right? I love schmoozing. I love hanging out. I love, you know, there's nothing more than, than I th- unfortunately, I haven't had the privilege of, of having this in a long time, but just like sleeping in to like who knows what time. Right? I used to be able to do it. And I, you can't do that with seven kids right? <laughs> right? And, and other responsibilities. You can't, just can't do it. I don't have that luxury. Right? It's six o'clock. I got my kids banging on my door. Let's go. Right? Breakfast, cereal, let's go. Right? You got you to get moving. So you have to, you have to peel, peel yourself out of bed. But in order to be effective, you have to make sure that the night before you go to sleep on time. I always find that when someone, or at least myself, is firm about their sleep schedule, then the rest of their day, they're just focus on one part of the day. The rest of the day has its success. And you know what? I'll have to turn off my phone. I'll have to turn off my tablet, turn off the television. Thank God I don't have a television. But for that reason, by the way, because I know that I wouldn't be able to turn it off. Right? So I, I just don't, I don't, I, we have a screen that my kids can watch uh, a video on, but no television because the television would run. It would run all the time. I'd, I'd, I would, knowing myself, I probably wouldn't stop. I watch sports, watch a lot of exciting things. Judgment of ourselves. To hold yourself accountable, yes. So it's going to be on yourself that you're going to need to be stubborn, and you need to, be th- need to be stubborn. Now, stubborn is not a good trait, by the way. To be stubborn is not a very good trait. But when you want to work on yourself, stubbornness is a very important trait. It's in every trait could be used in a positive and in a negative. Kindness is also a fabulous trait. But too much kindness, you give away your own dinner, right? You're going to be hungry. That's, that's dangerous, right? So you can, being too kind is also a problem. A person has to have balance, and all of Judaism is about balance. Anger is a terrible trait, but using anger for the right purpose could be very, very effective and very important. Not anger of getting yourself angry, but, but showing a face of anger it is recommended to set aside a few minutes a day to review the order of your day. Uh, they say that Rabbi Yerucham, my grandfather's rabbi, Rabbi Yerucham Lovavitz from the great Mir Yeshiva, would review, it would take a few minutes every day to just review the order of that day. And he would mark himself. Okay, so how was I, you know, waking up? How was I getting to synagogue in the morning? How was I with my breakfast, how was I with my meetings, how was I with my, with my classes, and so on and so forth. I thought it was, it was apropos for me to come a few minutes early today talking about order so that I, I'm on time and in order. I will, and those of you who know me know that I'm chronically um, 
Herikot, I'm punctually challenged. Okay? I'm punctually challenged. Those, you know, right? Now, some people recognize that the and and they they just say okay that's 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 Rabbi Walmy. The truth is is that I, d I I get upset at myself. The problem is is that I overload my schedule, and try to figure it out that time is flexible. I, my father and I have this conversation all the time. My father's like, you know, you can't be late. I'm like, I know I can't be late, but time is flexible. It's not. I know it's not. But I try to get more done in 24 hours than sometimes is reasonable. So I I pack in. 28 hours in 24 hours and hopefully get everything done. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But hopefully it's still more than 24 hours worth. Of uh, But uh, forgive me if I'm ever late. Um, it's not because I don't respect you or your time, but it's rather because I'm just inconsiderate. No, <laughs> no. it's because, I, again, <laughs> right, but, it, right. But it, it's not, it, but it's not an, e right, so here's the thing, is that people who are not punctually challenged, right, see it as like they don't respect my time. The people who are punctually challenged, there's an entire book, I have a book on this, I have several books on time management, right? Because this is one of my weak points, but uh, one of my strong weak points. Um, there's a whole book on, it's called, uh, many books I have on time management. One of them is called Never Be Late Again, right? And it's, a, it's, it's dedicated to those who are punctually challenged. And it says, very interesting, that those who are punctually challenged don't see themselves as being disrespectful to those. It means that's not the thought. It's like, oh, wait for me or something. That's not the thought. It's just like I, I just had 30 things to take care of, and I'm just running, running behind schedule. Right? But it's not because we have any thought of like disregard for the people that are, that are waiting. And it's one of the things that needs to be always, they write it in the book. You don't see yourself as being, but that's the way they see it. So make sure that you're able to, to take that into consideration before you set a schedule and be late. But um, it's one of the things, again, I, 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 I have worked on this probably for, for the longest time. I've gotten a lot better at it, but I'm still not perfect. Uh, just ask Jordan. Right? I'm there at 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. You know, every a perfect timing, right? Um, but when I'm not, <laughs> it's not because I don't respect the, the time. It's not because I don't respect the, the meeting. It's It's... What ha it's the result of overloading. It's the result of overloading your schedule, and it's not a good thing. It really isn't. So I, please forgive me, Jordan. You forgive me. You forgive me. Oh, forgiven. Well, that was easy. <laughs> now I'll be there eight o'clock. Right. Uh, we can all feel the pleasure of a day that has been filled with order and the feeling of fulfillment it brings. We know that when we have, boom, we're able to. Right, and that's one of the things is that I used to have hour and a half long meetings with hour slots. So you know what happens when you're? It's like a doctor. You, I was at the doctor's office this week. Had a ten o'clock appointment. The doctor didn't walk in till after eleven o'clock. Right, till after eleven o'clock, and I had eleven thirty meeting. I said, you know what? An hour and a half is enough time, right? I took my children to the doctor just for a regular checkup. Shouldn't take too long. What does it take? Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes? It's not a big deal. I had to. I arrived at my meeting 15 minutes late because till the doctor got in, got out, had to drop my kids back off at school and then run to my meeting. So I let him know that I'm running a little bit late. The doctor still hasn't been in the room. It's 11 o'clock. I don't see how I'm going to be there at 11:30. Tried to give that head time, but that is that is sometimes the reality of life. Things do happen. We're not always able to uh, fulfill 
properly our order. But at least we can be conscious of it and be respectful of other people's time. If you meet someone confused and unsure, you'll generally find that they're lacking order in their day and in their life. Usually the confusion that people have and the dis the 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 disorientation they have in their in their in their confusion that they have in their life comes from a lack of order. Not only in their day, but in their priorities. It's a very, very fundamental principle. Sometimes the reason people are lacking order is because they are too focused on the short-term picture instead of the big and long-term picture, the long-term goals. Right? Every company we know has to have two goals, long-term goals, short-term goals. We, by next year, in five years, in ten years, this is where we want to be. But how am I going to get there if I don't set daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, the short-term goals? I'm going to have to make those phone calls. I'm going to have to close those deals and so on and so forth. That we set goals, and what's amazing is, here's the amazing thing. It says, The way in which a person wants to go, a way, the way in which a person is determined to go, the heavens escort them. It means if you set out your mission, you know what stops you from accomplishing your goals? You. I was having this conversation uh, over the weekend. Organizations, really, really phenomenal. Organizations set certain financial goals of what they need to raise. Usually, the organizations raise it. What happens if they double their goals? Usually, they raise it. If they triple their goals, usually they raise it. Usually. So why do organizations decide that this is the amount? Because they limit themselves. We are our own biggest obstacles. We are our own biggest uh, limitations to our exponential growth. Right? Because we decide that we can only do a 10K is why we can only run a 10K. If we set our goals higher, we'll be able to. We are our own biggest limitation. In our own minds, we don't allow ourselves to grow more. But if we set our goals to a certain, account to, to a certain accomplishments, nothing stands in our way. In the way that a person wants to go, they help him. They help him accomplish the goals. It really is remarkable. While typical weekdays are easier to structure and organize, order during downtime, holidays, vacations, weekends, etc., is crucial if we want to maintain our spiritual growth during those times. So it's very easy my daily routine, I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I know when I go, I know when I come, I know when I this, I know when I that. And it's, everything is, it has an order. What do you do with the weekends? Oh, it's all chaos because I have no order. A person needs to put an order then as well. You go on vacation, you have to have an order as well. It means in the non-regular times is when we need to have order as well. And if we don't, there's a big problem. Now, the Torah helps with this because we have a commandment to pray three times a day. We have a commandment to study Torah every day. If we put that structure, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's the, one of the healthiest aspects of 
growing in Judaism is instituting the times of prayer. Because then at least you have your morning prayers in order. At le- your morning is in order already. Then you have your afternoon in order. And then you have, it's a time to recalibrate three times a day. You know what, if you had a miserable morning, at least you have an afternoon. You know, your afternoon prayer. You, you had a difficult afternoon, you, have, you can recalibrate for evening prayer. Right? There's, there's, we have three times a day to recalibrate to reorganize, to restructure. Right? It, I think it's a very, very important uh, thing to, uh, to think about. This requires contemplation, planning, and preparation. It is impossible to just have order fall in our lap. It won't. We have to plan it. We have to strategize. We have to prepare for it. Even for the unknowns, we'll always have unknowns. We'll always have variables that we didn't expect. We'll always have that. How do you prepare for that as well? You have traffic. This is Houston. You'll always have traffic. How do we prepare? And even when we do prepare, sometimes that's not enough. Right? That's, that's the reality of life. That's the reality of life. It's fine. You know, I always have this ethical dilemma. All right, so what do I do if I arrive at a meeting, I'm, I'm supposed to meet someone at 11 o'clock, okay? I realize I'm arriving at 11.03. They call me at 11 o'clock say, oh, I'm, I, I, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm going to be there at 10 minutes after. Should I tell them it's okay, I'm late too? Or say, no, no, it's okay, no problem. <laughs> no problem. When I'm going to be late as well. It's an interesting question. Think about it. Um, but uh, what's that? Right, right, right. Uh, so it's just an, it's an interesting thing. But for those who are punctually challenged, we love to be on time, right? Right. So we uh, we. So then, but then they can ask. But th- but then they can ask. So why don't you let me know? Like you don't want to get stuck. You know. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it, it's the it's the it's the problems of those who are. <laughs> I'll you let them know. Excellent. That's very good. So it's the right thing to do. All right. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. There is, uh, Hashem will always send us curveballs. It, it's an amazing thing, right? Do you know you, how your body works? Your body works in a very phenomenal way, right? When there is something that needs strengthening or there's an area of our, lo- of our body that is weak, you know what happens? You have something called pain. You know why you have pain? It's telling you something wrong here. God gives us the same exact thing in our life. He sends us certain things that cause us pain. It could be emotional. It could be psychological. It could be physical. It could be many different, uh, many different ch- uh, areas of pain, not necessarily physical pain, but of discomfort, so that we can work on perfecting certain areas. 
could be perfecting patience. Exactly. Is there anything you can do when you're stuck in traffic? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. So what's it going to help? What? Yeah, put on the music loud, you know. Uh, you could do, there's a lot of things you can do, right? You can, you can, you can take pictures, do things, right? But you just can't get there on time. There's nothing you can do. You can't just, you know, levitate and fly, right? You just can't, it doesn't work. So getting upset, what's that going to help? Sliming your hand on the, on, the, on the dashboard, on the steering wheel, it's not going to help. Honking your own is not, it's not either going to help. So take it in. Call your friend and tell him, sorry, I'm going to be a few minutes late. Right? I'm stuck in traffic. That's fine. Right? But um, emergencies always come up. They always come up. Urgent situations that remove us from our order. But if a person has a focus, if a person has a focus of, I want to get to this point where I am dependable and reliable to accomplish these tasks, to accomplish the, to know that I will fulfill my obligations properly. I will focus on what is truly important. I will uh, give a commitment and fulfill that commitment, whatever it may be. That is really the the the, uh, the the challenge, and we're again we're always going to be tested with out of the ordinary circumstances. And we're always going to be tested with that. Um, I I would want to see if I can find my. If not next week, God willing, I'll print it out and bring it. But I have this this schedule manager that I created, which is a weekly outlook, and every day I have that day's that these things today I, I use it i use it more on my on my phone i have a different system that i use but and i i put in order of all of the things that i need to do and i check it off as it's done uh, on my physical document i also add i have a, a system of calculating how many events i had that day uh, that week and how many of them was i punctual how many of them was i on time on so I can continue to mark myself as a percentage rating. Okay, I'm 80%. I want to get this week to 85%. I want to get to 87%. I want to get to 90%. And so, so slowly, gradually improve my, my timeliness, uh, and that will hopefully improve my effectiveness as well. So we'll stop here. Uh, any questions?